Luke Skywalker realizes that, you know, Darth Vader is his father. What? Luke, Luke, I am your father. What? Get out of here. What? <laughs> is it possible? Can it be? Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad and I have with me Father Rampino from the Diocese of Arlington. Father Rampino, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. And today we are going to talk about, you know, the one of the underlying... Explicit or not so explicit themes of this <laughs> podcast is it's kind of nerdy. Someone mentioned that in one of the reviews, which you can rate and review this show on iTunes anytime you want. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of a nerdy podcast, and so we're going to talk today about sci-fi. Yeah, man, you are a sci-fi guy. I'm a sci-fi guy. I am a nerd all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> all the way to the core. <laughs> uh, all the way to Dungeons and Dragons. I don't uh, know. Actually, no, I've never <laughs> played D and D. I was going to say that's the I've that's where I stop. D&D. That's Fair where enough. I stop. Uh, you got me. All right. All right, all right. Um, okay, so you what what's your recent experience with uh, Catholic? Uh, we'll put yeah. in quotation marks. Uh, sci-fi. So I I I hesitate to admit this. But it took me until this past weekend to start C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy. Yeah, it's awesome. It's I've just read uh, a book called Out of the Silent Planet, and my goodness, it's amazing. It's it's a ma- it's a masterwork. Yeah, yeah. beautifully, beautifully, beautifully done. Uh, and uh, so, for brief plot summary, I will yeah. try not to give spoilers. But the whole idea is uh, Out of the Silent Planet follows a fellow by the name of Doctor Ransom, who is uh, a, a master of language study, a philologist, mm-hmm. uh, who gets uh, involved in an adventure that he did not choose in the beginning, and he ends up finding himself uh, on a planet in our solar system. I will not go further than that <laughs> because the surprise is wonderful. You figure it out. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he encounters uh, all of these beautiful uh, other rational, intelligent races and uh, begins to understand a little bit more about, it, about what it means to be human, about what it means to be or rather, to be rational, to be good, to be spiritual, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in the true sense of the word, not in the yeah. vague modern sense of the word, but actually spiritual, which is something very much like rational. Um, and it's absolutely beautiful for all sorts of reasons, but I'll stop there because that's plot, sy- <laughs> plot synopsis accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a wonderful thing. And and, and I, I know I have this problem with uh, friends or um, uh, different coworkers, and I'll recommend a sci-fi book and like it's going to be great you're going to really enjoy it like i can't get past the you know spaceships flying around sure. like i don't want to do it. but but you made the point as we were kind of preparing for this uh, off mic that uh it's 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 a very chestertonian kind of experience where we, yep. we need to remove ourselves from our ordinary circumstances to really understand ourselves right, in, right. in a real way so chesterton in and his story man alive mm-hmm. uh writes of a fellow who uh, goes out walking one day and walks across the entire face of the earth uh, and comes home to find his own family again, but he's seeing them with new eyes. He's finally seeing them for who they are. And Chesterton will say, uh, you have to go far from home to recognize home. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's something of that in sci-fi, also in fantasy, but uh, sci-fi is most immediately on the mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's something to that, that we have to take a distance from... Uh, the things of our everyday life in order to recognize what it really means to be, I don't know, created by God, what it really means to be good, what it really means to choose good and to turn away from evil, to be tempted, to overcome temptation or to give in, all those sorts of things that are common to our human experience, we don't always see in our daily lives because uh, our our troubles are are too up close. Mm -hmm. They're too much in our face for us to really see them for what they are. And a good sci-fi and... uh, 
I may have only just finished it yesterday, but I will say Out of the Silent Planet is good sci-fi. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, does this uh, beautifully where it allows you to finally see from a distance these new things. Yeah, and I think there's something, um, I'm just thinking of like classic sci-fi moment is, uh, of course, if you haven't, I, I don't even need to do spoiler alert here. When Luke Skywalker realizes that, you know, Darth Vader is his father. What? Luke, Luke I am your father. What? Get out of here. What? <laughs> is it possible? Can it be? Luke, I am no. your father. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, even if you've watched Tommy Boy, you know that yeah, yeah, much. Yeah. Um, so uh, th- there's this, it's one of these powerful, incredible moments, not because of the plot twist. Right. I mean, it's, it, you see... In this, it's in this foreign place with this masked villain and this lightsaber battle and all this stuff. And none of that matters when it comes down to it because the real power comes from this conflict within his heart, realizing who am I right. and what am I struggling against? What could I become? What could I become? And, 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 and it all brings back what's so powerful to us about that moment is, is not the, the circumstances, but the circumstances allow us to see that common human element, which right. is that, you know, we struggle with our identity and who we are right. and, and what does that mean for my life? Right. And I think it's, it's particularly important for us right now in our present moment to do good sci-fi and mm-hmm. to consume good sci-fi, um, mostly because this is one of the challenges of our age is so much advertises itself as being capable of removing our human condition and freeing us from our human condition. Mm. So much around us is telling us if we just keep on the march of progress, we won't have to worry about these things that trouble us any longer about our human condition. We won't have to worry about uh, about the fundamental problems of our identity. If only we can succeed in transcending ourselves through the possibilities of science and technology and yeah. general societal progress. Uh, and good sci-fi reminds you that will never happen. Yeah, you know, it's true. Because if you think about bad sci-fi, and I think about some of the more recent Star Wars movies. Um, <laughs> Cheers. You know, yeah, there's... Please. There's... Bad sci-fi in that, like, it's they think that the thing is the lasers, right? You right. know, and that that's what's most important. And it, let's hit you with CGI over the yeah. head and and as many monsters and different things as you can, and then suddenly make you ask why you need fuel in space. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but Pardon with that, me. yeah, okay. The plot holes aside, you know, but it's it's one of these things. Like, what's the? It, it lacks the emotional core, and it lacks right. that that understanding of human right. nature. That that real good sci-fi, like. Out of the Sightless Space trilogy, or or the Dune novels, or sure. you know, uh, the, novels, the the classic sci, the classic uh, Star Wars or Star Trek, you know, those mm-hmm. things address in a foreign setting uh, that really um, meaty questions of human yeah. nature. I would say even something like uh, the old Blade Runner uh, does this. It's not not my favorite movie of all time, certainly, but uh, you show that no matter how far into a technological future you go. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't fix the human heart. No, that exactly, way, exactly. Right? You bring Nothing fixes the human. Right, exactly. <laughs> no matter how far, far far into the future you go, you don't fix the human heart. Um, and I think any any time sci-fi gets into this strange um, utopianism, is when it, it turns into bad sci-fi. Certainly. Um, yeah. Well, you know, that, and that brings me to the question of why why we want that. You know, not, yeah, not like right. I mean, obviously, we our hearts long to be fixed, right? You right. Know, that, absolutely. But we want the easy way out. And we yeah. technology is something we can handle and apply <laughs> and upload and you know okay this will just right. solve my problem. It would be so much easier if there was just a technique I could use to fix the human condition. It's kind of like um, you know certain forms of of new age spirituality. Yeah, yeah. And certain ways that people approach prayer. Uh, if I could only learn this secret esoteric technique, maybe I wouldn't have to do the hard work of growing in virtue. 
Yeah, yeah. Or wrestling with the fact that... Or dealing with the wound that's been right. in my heart. Or, you know, Absolutely. Th- if I just pray the right Hail Mary, then everything will be sure. better. Sure. If I just breathe correctly when I sit in the pew. Exactly. You know, if I can exactly. figure out my breathing rhythms, my problems will disappear. I won't be a sinner who has to be redeemed. No, we want to... We wanna, force ourselves to, or not, we want to, we want to heal ourselves through the easiest way possible, which is the right. same way we fix our computer and fix yeah, our car exactly. and, and use our phone to just the right app will get me where I need to find go. a master who knows all the techniques, have them either use the technique on you or teach you the technique and then everything will be fine. Okay. And that in the end is bad sci-fi. It so is. that's great. Well, we went, we went from the ridiculous to the sublime fairly quickly. So. Which is the entire point of good sci-fi. Exactly. You're <laughs> is right. to take you right. from the ridiculous <laughs> to the sublime. Uh, and ultimately stir up in your heart the longing for heaven. Yeah. Right? And, and show you that that's what you're longing for and not just really cool ships and lasers. Although those are pretty awesome. Those are pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Father Ampio. That's a great place for us to end with the longing for heaven. Uh, And uh, (laughs) Not the lasers? Not the lasers, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) If you are looking for other great Catholic podcasts, uh, or great talks, you can find them on catholicbytespodcast.com or you can find us on iTunes. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you, Father Rampino, for being with us. And God bless you all.